On today's podcast, I'm going to talk about common myths about trans people and debunk those myths. Myth number one, transgender people are confused. I would actually say I would have to disagree with this because for me personally, I always knew that I was different from other people even as a little kid, and I ran into other trans people that always felt that they were supposed to be the opposite gender, or wanted to actually be a non-binary trans, and that they, there are certain things they'll like that are feminine, if they're trans-feminine, then if they're trans-masculine, there are things that they'll like that are manly things or male or even just people who are non-binary who don't identify as either then myth number two is sexual orientation and is linked to gender identity that is not true because sexual orientation is who you're attracted to and who you could see your, which sex you see yourself being with. Gender identity is the inner sense of knowing what gender you feel like you, like you're closest to and can relate to the most. And number three is what in trans people use the bathroom or locker room that matches their gender identity is dangerous and there's a thing i'm going to say about that myth is in states where it's illegal for people like me to use the restroom that matches with the gender identity there is more violent crimes that actually take place and People are often killed or violently beaten for, and in some of those states like that, that is where they have the trans the trans defense that they can use to commit a violent act and actually kill somebody and get away with a less severe sentence. Myth number four transitioning is as simple as one surgery that is false too because here's what i can say on that is what i've had to learn along the path way and i'm still working at doing this and that's the transitional surgeries though but under usually without insurance the cost for that to go from male to female is $50,000 or $60,000. It's about seventy or 80000 for a female to male transition. And that's including having things that completely change the person's anatomy, that their, their physical anatomy and actually having bottom surgery, facial surgery, and top surgery done. And 
they also end up going through therapy for that. Not every trans person gets the same treatments done though or wants to either because of poor health or they aren't in good condition to actually do it. And number sixth of this is, is transgender inclusive health care is expensive. Not necessarily. It, I'm going to say on this one, it kind of depends on where you live and on how your, your state or country is ran. Because some, in some countries, and, and also in some places, they'll divide it up on the tax percentage and the people of the higher income bracket usually end up paying more. And another thing is, is about 1% of the world, 1-2% to of the world's population is trans. And in the U.S., I was reading in the past year, it's 5% in the United States. And it's usually when insurance companies don't cover this, you end up looking at an expensive cost. Because, for example, what I've noticed is you could pay anywhere from $3,000 for one area for getting hair removal done, and then an additional five or $6,000, additional $3,000 if you're going with DFAs, for example. And then not accounting for that is you have the cost of the facial surgery, which I looked at that, and I think that was ran about six grand or so. Um, and then the bottom surgery, which was around like $20,000, if I'm not mistaken. And then top surgery, there's a cost that comes in there with that without insurance coverage. So without insurance coverage, yeah, it can be expensive, especially when the insurance company won't do that kind of coverage because not every insurance company out there covers transitional health care. Because in the past, people have been able to get turned down if they identified as trans or gay or even lesbian. Number seven, children aren't old enough to know their gender identity. That one has actually been found to actually be false as well. By pediatric reports, children can know this as young as the age of three. And generally, from that age on, they can actually know how they identify or on how they feel by those standards. Number nine, transgender people make up a third gender. Well, here's the thing I'd have to say about that one, is there are different genetic mutations that exist out there, and you actually do have something like I mentioned, the intersex population as well, and then you also have it with that one that there 
about 1.7% of the world population are intersex. And generally the sad thing about this is, is intersex children generally don't get any say in places on the surgery and it's performed on them as a child and they're at the age to where they have no say, they're newborns and medical doctors end up deciding which sex or gender they should be assigned to and they perform the surgery on them and that is actually then proven to be harmful to that crowd a group of people. Another one is, is trans people are mentally ill. And um, there are things I can say that can actually add to mental illness with this condition. Anxiety, bipolar disorder, depression, which can be clinical, trauma, that can actually be problems too, like PTSD. That can actually occur with that too, which are actually recognized as mental health issues. Another one that they've listed that sometimes can be on there is autism. And then number 10, all drag kings and queens are transgender that isn't true it's like yes they are used for entertainment but some people just do it just for that entertainment and fun and they can be straight people as well doing drag it doesn't have to or it can be a gay person doing it and either way they could be doing it for fun and then form and educate other people and not only just that also create laughter and there's some other ones I've heard is people acted all weirded out and make ridiculous comments and claims that trans people hang out around schools preying up on kid children young children Personally, I've never had the time for that in my adult life, and I wouldn't just do something like that anyways, because that is creepy and that is disturbing. Because usually in my daily life, I'm either full-time at work or running around the food banks and appointments and all that stuff. I don't have time for things like that. Anyways, that's going to end this current short little podcast segment. Hopefully, everyone found it informing that decides to listen to it.